Hey, hey, Eric here, Crazy Conviction. I want to talk a little bit today about diversity. You know, we hear all the stuff about diversity, how nice it is, how great it is, how it adds a spice to life. Like New York City is so diverse. Well, New York City's diversity imploded. San Francisco is so diverse. San Francisco imploded. I don't know if you know, but San Francisco, the city of San Francisco passed ordinances, laws, that any business doing business in San Francisco cannot do business with any business that's in a state that doesn't support the LGBTQ movement or abortion, right, or climate change. If any state does not support those and doesn't have regulations in line with that, San Francisco does not allow any business in San Francisco to do business with that state until recently. They made a change, like last week, week before, now they can do business with businesses in a red state. However, the business has to comply with climate change, LGBTQ, woke agenda, uh, as well as the um, that whole line, right? Three things, what did I just say? I said the woke agenda, the, the, the LGBTQ, the climate change. I'm missing the third one there. Anyway, so they've opened that up now. That where you can do business in a red state so long as these companies are in compliance with what they feel is the best for the world. So San Francisco themselves, they've risen to power. These people, those woke people, risen to power in San Francisco, and now they're implementing and forcing everybody else to it to accept this agenda or support the agenda. That's coercion. That's not persuasion. That's coercion. That's Satan's power doing that. So we have San Francisco, and it's imploding on itself, by the way. I don't know if you know about Oakland. Oakland lost they're the Kings. They lost, I'm sorry, the Kings, the Warriors basketball team, the pro basketball team. They lost the Raiders to Las Vegas, and they just lost the Oakland A's a few months back to to the to Las Vegas as well. They've lost all their teams because they just become so woke and the crime is so bad. Nobody goes. They can't go. So I was kind of glad to see the 49ers lose. I want to see San Francisco completely implode so they'll repent and, and regroup, right? Anyway, that's a side note. So, Here's what I want to give you about diversity. Diversity in these cities has caused the complete implosion. Right? Didn't work. Doesn't work. And if you look, Chicago, all of it, they're very diverse. But they're so diverse that there's no direction. It's chaos. Right? And so now you've passed on the leadership to other people, other races, and you're seeing this utter chaos in these, in these, in these cities, in these states. Well, these cities mostly. Diversity. Let's take a football team. American football team, U.S. football team. We're going to take a football team, and we're going to put a football team on the field. Now, you put two player, you put two teams on the field. Each one is a team. They're a unit. They have their plays. They have their objectives. They have a direction, right? They're trying to win that ball game. There's rules. They all understand the rules. Basically, that's the constitution of football. And if you violate any of those rules, you have, you have referees that will throw a flag and cite you, and the whole team pays a price for it. And so the team pays a price. If it's an individual misconduct, then the individual can pay even a greater price as well, be ejected from the game, if that's the case, right? So there's a constitution in football. And each team is a unit. So we can say each team is a culture. Each team has their own culture, their own mascot, their own colors, right? If you will. And they have their objectives to march the ball down the field, north and south, to win the ball game. And they're going to do whatever they can do in their playbook and within the rules, the Constitution, to win that game. Let's change it up some now. Let's become diverse. Because the one team and the one culture is not very diverse, even though you got, you know, probably Latinos, you've probably got blacks, you've got whites, you got 
maybe you may in football, those probably the main three races. Well, Samoans, right? Hawaiian people, Samoans. Those are the main three races you'll find, those cultures you'll find on a team. This could be some others, but I'm just trying to get the gist of the story here. So we have a team of one culture going against a team of another culture, another color, etc. like we had in the Super Bowl, right? You had the Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. Two different cultures, two different areas coming together. They each represent their cultures, play the game, go their own way. Now let's change it up. Let's become diverse as we are today. See, that diversity that they had, Samoans, they had Latinos, they had Blacks, they have Whites on the same team, is normal diversity. Okay, and you can take the talents from each one of those cultures or those races because they're predominant in certain areas, right? Each one has their characteristics that are predominant and put them on a team and strengthen the team. That diversity works, but you're on the same team, wearing the same colors under the same constitution, march in the same direction, right? Let's take the teams now and let's mix them all up. Let's make them real diverse. Let's put each team's got to be a player from another team, right? So we'll make it real diverse. Each team now has to bring in all the cultures and put them on their team. How do you think it's going to work? But you have to play for the same objective as your original team, your original culture. So you're going to put your flag out front. You're going to wear your colors still, right? You put your flag out front of your house, even though you're in America, you're going to put your own flag, Mexico flag, whatever flag it is, Ecuadorian flag or whatever flag you're bringing. And you're going to put it out in front of your house because you're going to carry your, your, your colors with you. And you're going to come in and you're going to try to play on the same team on the same constitution. How do you think those results are going to be? They're not going to be. It's going to be utter chaos because everybody on that team is going to be trying to win for their team, for their culture. So they're going to be running every different direction and it throws the whole constitution or the game plan in a ride, right? You can't go north and south on the field because everybody's going to be going every different direction trying to get that ball. It's going to be utter chaos. The referees will be throwing flags all the time. The game will never progress. It won't go any place. And that's the diversity we're talking about. It's being shoved down our throats today, both in and out of the church. The church isn't quite so drastic, but the people that are in the world trying to bring it into church are going to bring that problem into the church. And I'm not saying that's our leaders doing that. Maybe by not clarifying the boundaries, not clarifying that constitution, in other words, the principles that we're supposed to march by, that could allow them then to come in that door because it looks like it's okay to bring that diversity mindset in to the church. And that's only going to cause chaos. And it's going to cause a lot of people to leave the church. That's my concern. So what can I do about it? Well, I can't do nothing because I'm not the bishop. What can I do? I can only focus on my family my wife and my children and my close friends around me. And I talk and I tell and I explain to them like I'm explaining right now. Now we're going to start organizing a Toastmasters group, which is a speech and leadership forum that we can come and learn how to speak so people can learn how to not be afraid to speak up and how to articulate things better. I know myself too. I've been out of the debate circle and in and, and the arguing circle for so long that when somebody wants to, you know, conflict with me anymore, I, I just like, I'm not good at getting back at him anymore. It's like, okay, I got to stop, think about it for a bit, and then come back. So I just basically try to, I can go into it a little bit, and I see they want to get argumentative with me. I just, you know what? It's a waste of my time. Even if I do explain the truth to them, they're not going to accept it because we're so diverse, and they feel that everybody's got to accept their culture, right? Even though they came into NFL football that has its own culture, its own division, its own team, its own rules, its own system to make it work. Now we're going to change it all up and we're going to become very diverse and we're going to make everybody on every team be on one team. 
right? So we're going to change them all up. They're all going to be diverse and they're all going to play for their team and their culture still. They're going to carry their colors, their flags. It doesn't work. The game won't go forward. I think you get my point. So we have to be very careful in what we talk about in diversity and very careful that when we talk about diversity, this is neo-Marxist jargon, right? And it's brought back in and we hear it even over the pulpit in church. And I just make sometimes like my stomach just cringes. So please, let's be careful in that. Let's be wise in that. And let's study those chapters of Isaiah. That's a commandment, you know. We've been going through those lately with the Book of Mormon. And uh, I think those are something that we're going through too fast. Slow down. And there is an actual course coming up on quick radio, quick media, with Gray Maddox, I believe his name is. Um, last name. I always mess it up. Anyway, the I will try to put the link down below. There's going to be a course coming up on the on the book of Isaiah. And they, he actually had a, a gentleman on that I listened to this morning talking about this. Very suggest that we you take this course. You listen to this course. It's Isaiah. It's a commandment to listen to to understand what's taking place in these last days. If we're not going to seek it out. And the Isaiah even said this. And this expert on Isaiah, probably the most renowned person on the book of Isaiah in the world today. Elderly guy. I hate to lose him. He's got a few books out too. He said that Isaiah said this. That we would wander. Our blindness basically would fall upon our minds because we wouldn't seek out to study for ourselves. We wouldn't go and search out. Like you're doing right now by listening to me. You're, you're listening. You're studying. However, I don't want you to believe me. I mean, I want you to believe me. But I don't want you to take it as as the final word or the doctrine, right? I want you to take what I'm telling you, I'm hoping, and go research for yourself. So then you say, oh yeah, Eric and Jeff, these guys do know what they're talking about. You know, this is a spirit guiding them in this. And they're not going to tell me that if they don't know that. And you're going to get to know how we are. I'll give you my opinion on things. I'll tell you it's my opinion. But I know if to be a fact, that's an area that I studied and researched, that I'm going to stand on that. Now, if you can show me differently that I'm wrong, I'll stand corrected. I deal in the facts. Comment down below. Give us a thumbs up, please. Subscribe. That means hit that little bell down there until it turns black. And, or is it black? Turn white? I don't remember. Hit the bell. Anyway, give us a thumbs up and shoot us. Refer us to somebody. Please, we really like those likes. It helps us a lot in the algorithms. It helps us grow because YouTube's going to really try to suppress all of this information coming out. Courageous Conviction. I'm Eric. And we will see you in our next video.